Hello and welcome to the Let the Play Develop, the podcast where if we get all four hosts in the same room, the apocalypse is near. Um, so we have a <laughs> fun episode for you. Um, just to clarify, we are a sports podcast. In case this is your first time here, uh, we have a good we have a good episode though. Uh, me and Stephen are the most in- entertaining members of the podcast, and so most you most actually still get for the sure. same exactly so you get this chris is gonna hate that um <laughs> you're gonna get the same level of quality of episode that you would normally get um just kidding we love our co-hosts but they have other engagements um so we're gonna they're start out this episode by rank they're engaged neither one to of each them other engaged. To, the, to each other yeah each other. okay that makes sense as to why they can't be here uh yeah the top um Top five shooting guards is coming up next. This is a ranking, so I fortunately don't have to battle Steven for my shooting guard pick. This is based on the idea of the top shooting guard going into the 2023-2024 season. Um, yep. And then after that, we're going to go with a draft. So I will have to compete with Steven. He is the draft um, the draft god, according to Chris. Um, so and Chris knows why Tom out five in that regard. Top five most hated NBA players. We gave you the most likable NFL players, so we're flipping it around on both ends there to give you the top five most hated NFL players. NBA players, sorry. Not talking about Ndamukasu today. Um, all right. Aww. So we're going to kick it off. <laughs> what if he's on my list anyway? <laughs> he's so hated that he's just in the <laughs> NBA list. That's yeah. wild. I'm already told you my number one. I, I ruined the surprise. And this is a pick a lot of people might not agree with. I picked Donovan Mitchell. Um, I just think that all the cards are on the table with them because all these higher level shooting guards like Harden, um, Clay's already kind of hit the downslope. Um, Bradley Beal is going to be in a weird spot. So I think it, the cards are laid out perfectly for him to be one of the best shooting guards in the game. Because besides Darius Garland on his team, who's taking all his shots? Donovan's going to have the ball in his hands. Um, and I'm not saying numbers are going to be like the end-all be-all for being a top shooting guard. But mm-hmm. it certainly helps when you can make your case by shooting the ball. And Donovan Mitchell had a great year last year, and he has not reached his peak yet. So, Got you. Got you. Well, I don't necessarily disagree, but I did go a different direction. I took Devin Booker number one. Uh, I just okay. think... He has a good chance to be because it to me in the playoffs he was the best player on that Suns team, and so to oh, he me was. he has a chance to be the best player on a championship winning team this year. And so to me that just bodes well for his chances of being the best shooting guard next year. Uh, he looked great. I I ironically I think them getting rid of a point guard might put more on Devin Booker to facilitate help that team run its offense i, I know bradley bill's supposedly going to be their uh, point guard but i just i like devin booker i think he has a great chance to be the best shooting guard next year in the nba might already be but no i <laughs> i think he's got a great shot i think the biggest knock against donovan is he's six foot one um mm. so that's that is tough but he did drop 71 last year so True. Uh, um, but in terms of d book I have him at two. The only reason I didn't put him at one was the addition of Bradley Beal. I feel like it would take away from his um, role within the offense. Now, it is Devin Booker's team, 
but it's just going to be hard to find touches when you have three ISO players together like that. And the way Brooklyn went with that situation, I'm not too high on Phoenix. Phoenix can easily win a chip if they get it together and it clicks. But if they don't, we could be looking at Brooklyn 2.0, KD's foot on the line. So, Yeah, uh, the only thing I really have to say about that is I'm very interested to see, like, not even saying the Suns are going to be that great. I just want to see how they're going to run an offense because even in Brooklyn, all ISO players, James Harden was still like playmaking at a high level. He was getting 10 assists a game. And obviously, He's I think Bradley Bill, Devin Booker, any one of those could. Because I think Devin Booker is an underrated playmaker. It's just like when you can shoot better than the guy beside you, why pass it to him? But I think Devin Booker could yeah. easily get a lot of assists. But I just, I. They had. They do not have a point guard on the entire roster, so it will. I'm curious to see how they're gonna go. Hey, that is a good point. I mean, Phoenix is the mystery of the upcoming season. For uh, sure. Who's your number two? I right, so at my number two, I have your number one, um, Donovan Mitchell. Oh, we just flip flopped. <laughs> yeah, I won't go too much into detail. I just like Devin Booker slightly more because, like you say, he's a little bit taller, and he relies on shooting. And I, I don't know. I feel like. The shooting, I I know it's a little bit more spotty. Like it might be their game, it might not be their game, compared to some finishers. But I just I don't know. I like Devin Booker, so I still unironically feel like Donovan Mitchell's a better dunker than Devin Booker, even though he's oh shorter. no, he is, he is for sure. Donovan Mitchell just gives me like a young Dwayne Wade vibes. I don't know what it is. Like I just like I mean, his play style. He kind of. I get that. I don't know. I it's, it's not it's not exact, but there's a parallel there. They were really comparing him to him his first year in the league. Um, but my number three pick, uh, this is what I'm really exciting about. Uh, excited about. Honestly, I didn't know he was classified as a shooting guard, which is on me. Um, I knew he could play it, but I have Anthony Edwards at three. Uh, he is a rising star. Um, beyond that, he's the best player on the Timberwolves, and that's a team with Rudy Gobert and Carl Anthony Towns. So that's something to be said for his talent. Uber athletic, like next mm. LeBron type athleticism vibes. Like he has the athleticism we thought Zion should have if he was on the court. And he can just, he has that dog in him. <laughs> There's no other way to put it. That man has a mentality that few players in the league has. And once again, I think the league is opening up for him to slide in and take his top shooting guard position next year. I, no, I love that call. So just to uh, forecast, we are doing what we think for next year. So this year doesn't actually have a role other than, you know, maybe what we feel like they could do going forward. So it's this year. That being said, I think Anthony Edwards had a case to be top, at least top five shooting guard last year. I think, like you, he will be the third best shooting guard in the NBA. I have him here, too. I love Anthony Edwards. First of all, he, like you said, he has, like, a mentality that I feel like a lot of NBA players are missing. He's someone that if he's 50% the whole year, he's playing 82 games. Like, that's the kind of guy Anthony Edwards is. I love the way he plays. Uh, I think Anthony Edwards is a fantastic player. And just, you know, obviously this has nothing to do with his ranking. But if you get a second, you should 100% look at the podcast uh, Playoff P with Paul George. And when he had Anthony oh, Edwards yeah. on as a guest, oh, dude, that was that was great. So, 
And hey, Anthony Edwards, if he doesn't have a career in the basketball, he's got one in acting. So yeah. <laughs> What was that? What was that movie he was in with that? I can't Sandler? even think of what you're talking um, about. I, know, I mean, I it know was, what you're talking about. But... It was he. He played the like the number of other prospect. Um, but that was that was such a good movie, and Anthony Edwards kind of made that movie playing the villain role, and I I think he kind of has that potential to be that villain role in the NBA too. So that's fascinating. Yeah, so I really like him. I mean, so so far, our top but... three, our top three is the same three players. It might be a little bit of a different order, but same three. Yeah. So let's see if that changes going into number four. Number four, I have someone I classify as a shooting guard, played a lot of point guard recently, James Harden. I think he's still got enough talent. He hasn't gone off the edge yet. Uh, he, he's the lead leaguer in, league leader in assists last year. He can still score the bucket. And if he ends up on – I think he wants to go to the Clippers. Him playmaking for Paul George and Kawhi Leonard, if they all sit together, would be nasty. And now I think we're going to see a little bit of more of Kawhi Leonard because of the new CBA rules. Um, mm-hmm. Paul George can't help it. He gets hurt. He likes to play. Um, but um, <laughs> all I can think of is like Paul George, like they're doing a 360 dunk and then they're like, oh, he's hurt. It's like, well, dang it. Like he, he's yeah. finally back. But um, Harden, um, I'd say he's the best iso baller of our generation. Um, he, if he's not getting a bucket, he's getting fouled. A lot of people mm. hate him for that play style, but you can't deny the points and you can't deny his ability to pass the rock either. So number four. Hey, no, I like it. All right. So this is, t- you know, like I said, our first three players were the same. I think this is where the list starts to can go in different directions. And this is probably where my list gets controversial. Um, again, we're forecasting for the future. So I'm going <laughs> to at number four take mr josh giddy out of oklahoma oh, you, city you, you did it <laughs> i okay. did it listen and i have a good amount of reasons why to me he now james harden might be the only shooting guard that has a higher level of playmaking than josh giddy in my opinion but that being mm-hmm. said i think i think james harden will probably be taking a step down in terms of uh his production and things Obviously, I fully expect there to be a game or two where he drops like 35 to 40 points. Just like go, because that's who James Harden is. He gets buckets. But I think overall, season long, you're going to see a lot more single digit games. So I could see James Harden taking that step back. And I think Josh Giddy as maybe now the best playmaking shooting guard we have. And it's not just that, it's he's a great rebounder. Uh, his percentages, he shot 7.5% better this year than he did last year. And he upped his three pointer by wow. 7%, I think. So he took massive jumps from his rookie year. He's now almost a 50% field goal shooter, 35% three-point shooter almost. So I could 100% see him taking another step and getting even better. So that's why I have Josh get it for. I know it's controversial, but I I like it. I I love – Honestly, what makes me like Josh Giddy is kind of the same thing I like about Anthony Edwards. It's the determination to get better, the the willpower to keep going. And Josh Giddy almost played 80 games last year. So, like, these are players who are constantly in the gym working on their games. So that's why I got Josh Giddy here. Do you think if Josh, Josh Giddy makes this jump that the Thunder not only make the playoffs but make it out of the first round? I think I think the Thunder are making it out to the at least the second round next year. Uh, let me not say at least, but I think the I do think the Thunder are making it to the second <laughs> round next year. Final champions, yeah, Oklahoma City Thunder. Josh Giddy finals um, MVP. 
wild. <laughs> yeah. Um. Okay. Well, I don't. I don't dislike the pick. I think it's a reach, but I, th- I would love to see it if Josh Giddy didn't make that jump. There hey, are. Listen, he's one of the I, few people who can. So. Yeah, I feel like you just gotta. You gotta have at least one reach out there. So mine's Josh Giddy. I believe in you. So my number five is not controversial. I don't know. I think a lot of people might pick him here, but he's on that same note. It's probably a 50-50 flip here. I got Desmond Bain at number five. Um, So we're looking at a season where John Morant suspended 20 games. So he's going to have a scoring load on him for the first part of that season. And he just got paid. A lot of people, like, you know, they they start dying down once they get the first bag. But that's that's not the Memphis mentality. Um, Memphis is a very grinded out city and has a lot to prove. So um, I think that, I think that he's only going to get better. Um, You know, the T-Rex strikes again. One of the best recent (laughs) shooters in the league. No, that's (laughs) that's fair. No, no, that's, that's very fair. Honestly, he had a, he's a, he is one of the more underrated players in the NBA, in my opinion. Now that being said, now that he got that massive bag, he may no longer be underrated, (laughs) but as far as like, the mob's mentality. I think he's a little underrated. So at five here, I have Jalen Brown, and I realize it's probably like oh, I can't believe I left Jalen off my list. Yeah, and it's probably like uh, unthinkable to have Josh Giddy above Jalen Brown, but I did it. So I just I think Jalen Brown's Jaylen Brown's good... biggest hater. Oh, I hate Jalen Brown. Yeah, but uh, he's still a top five talent. <laughs> I'm just realist. Okay, I'm a realist. I don't think Jalen Brown. Jalen Brown. Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum will not win a championship together unless there's another superstar thrown in there. Now, I'm, you know, if they somehow Chris get... Chris Porzingis. You know, I don't count him as a superstar, but we'll see. We'll see. I do actually think <laughs> that's going to make things a lot easier for Jalen Brown. And I, I don't know. I just, I don't like Jalen Brown because of the fact that he cannot hold on to the ball. Like, it's just, it makes him very difficult. His shot, to me, he seems like a... I don't know. I I don't like the opposite of uh to me he's the opposite of Josh Giddy and um oh gosh, why am I drawing a blank? Uh Josh Giddy and Anthony Edwards, sorry, I can't I thought got lost for a second. But like to me they're like, I'm gonna get in the gym, I'm gonna prove you wrong, I'm gonna do all this and I don't know. Jalen Brown just seems I, I'm not saying he doesn't care about basketball, but he seems like he's cool with how things are going. I you know I think four or five years yeah. ago he, he said that they were going to win seven championships in the next eight years or something like that. Yeah, no, mm-hmm. they they would be blessed to have one. They got two more seasons <laughs> to win five championships. I don't think it's happening. Jalen Brown, I think he really only didn't make my list because I didn't know what next season was going to look like for him. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just yeah, he I'm, may not Celtics, even be in Boston. We'll wow. Have to see. The Celtics, while they're they are like consistently almost making it to the finals or making it to the finals, they feel so stagnant. Like yeah. it's championship or bust for them, and they feel stale. And I have to me, okay, when Jalen Brown came in, he had a good rookie season. He had a very good second season, and I honestly like you have not seen improvement since then. So I don't know. Mm. We'll see. I would have rather kept Marcus Smart over Jalen Brown. Over like, Jalen Brown, I would have brought in a different star to pair with Jason Tatum and kept Marcus Smart. Oh well, I guess it, yeah, it just depends on who you bring in for Jalen Brown. But I mean, I, would you I'm trade Jalen Brown for Brown. Desmond Bain? Would I? Ironically, yeah. 
right, so I would have to double check the the contract lengths. Last year, yes. Now that Je- Desmond Bain's getting that bag, I might have to reconsider. Yeah, I don't know if the contracts well the contracts would match for this but year, maybe. No, I don't know if they Desmond would. Desmond Bain makes but a that lot of be sense to me on a good team because Desmond Bain can space the floor. And Jalen Brown can space the floor. But I, I do like the play style of Desmond Bain better than Jalen Brown, so I might would take it, honestly. I do have one honorable mention on this list. I didn't think I was gonna have one, but this is a player that if a certain trade happens, they could take a big jump in their game, and that's Tyler Hero. I think that he, if he gets traded, especially in that Dame drain, Tyler Hero in Portland would have full reigns and would be a special talent. I think he's better right right now. This is not this is a bold mm-hmm. statement for one of them, but right now I think he's better than Shaden Sharp, and I think he's better than Afrini Simons. Um, so I know that's tough, but I think the only reason Tyler Hero isn't getting the shine is because he plays in Miami. Um, and they have a lot of talent on that roster. Yeah, but they're a team that needs offensive production. So I don't know. I, I'm not going to say I disagree. I'm not going to say I agree with it, but I'm not going to say it's a horrible take either. It could be. We'll just have to know. wait and see. I think he has a lot left in the tank. He could really make a step Oh, up. I, I agree. I think he can improve um, too. But <laughs> All right. So that wraps up our, our shooting guard segment. And now we're going to go into our draft of the top yeah. – hated most hated nba players all right so um, we're flipping so a coin for that right i'm gonna flip a coin uh all right, there's all the pressure on this you yeah, want head? one shot yeah i'll take heads i'll tails. take heads <laughs> it is tails i want to show the Dang. proof like and I believe you. See, right, so yeah, the Montana. Since this is only a two-person draft, are <laughs> we just going back and forth? Like, you draft, I draft. Yeah, draft, we're going back and yeah. forth. We're not serpentining. It's yeah, not really I mean, it's, it's two people, um, so. People are going to hate my first pick, Steven. I'm going to be mad if you take my this. first guy. My number one pick in the 2023 Most Hated NBA Players Draft is none other than I hate to say it, but Kobe Bean Bryant. Um, this is not a current statement. I want to clarify recent events. There's been an outpouring of love for Kobe, <laughs> but <laughs> just slowly we go, <laughs> he's gone. If we go out to the first half of Kobe's career, um, Kobe was hated. Man, what? I remember hating Kobe because he was just so dominant. Your team lost because of Kobe. Uh, he won three championships. He didn't care what the media thought about him. He would say what's ever on his mind. He wasn't a PR guy. Now, don't yeah. get me wrong. I have nothing but love for Kobe. But in terms of NBA history, Kobe goes down as one of the most hated NBA players of all time. All right. So, Not all in I... terms of his current legacy. Right. No, I, all I will add to that is that greatness is often hated. So, like, and like you said, early in his yeah, career, most exactly. of the time you lost because of like you lost to the Lakers because of Kobe. Because Kobe was like, "I'm going to beat you by myself." And it, like he was like, "I can do it all by myself." So I I get your stance. I really do. But I'm going to go in a different direction. I, I don't. My... I didn't want to put him number one, 
but I nah. had to. It just like there was other people I could put one, but he was going to be on the list. So no, nah, I get you. Recency bias has done Kobe very well, and obviously he went through some controversy in his first couple of seasons, or you know, uh, midway through his NBA career. So that didn't help. But yeah, yeah, I I get it. I get it. I'm glad I didn't have to do it, but I get it. Kobe in number eight, first years of twenty four. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so what I will do right. is I'm going to take may- definitely a less known player, but in my mind, probably the most hated player in NBA history, Bill Lambeer. Okay. Now, I think the only reason yeah. he may fall down a list is because he played in the 80s. Like that might be the only reason why he's not up slightly higher. But there's a clip, and I encourage you to 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 watch it now. The unbiased NBA fan, if someone gets punched in the face while they're not, like, in a fighting stance, like, I'm not paying attention to you, come up to me and punch me, all of the sympathy is going to be with me, and the hatred is going to be towards you. Well, that's not what happened with Bill Lambeer. He got punched, he wasn't even paying attention, gets punched, and the fans cheered that someone finally got Bill Lambeer. That's how much this man was hated. (laughs) He wasn't even fighting anyone, and he got punched in the face for no reason, and people cheered. This man was the most... Like he was ready to fight at all times. He was a dirty player, so I'm gonna take Beer Lambier no, number a one. Pick. Um, a lot of my picks hinge on greatness. Um, so uh, we're, our lists are gonna be very different. Than well, I would say it's fifty fifty for me. Right, yeah, yeah, number yeah. two is on greatness, but it's also because of a lot of career moves. I am satisfying Chris by my number two pick being Kevin Durant. Um, yeah, he's on my list. I for think sure. he is extremely hated. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. uh, just he he said, "Oh, what LeBron did in the villain role? Nah, I'm gonna make that move twice or three times as bad and join the greatest team of all time." Oh yeah, to it's win not my even comparable. Yeah, yeah, like that man. I don't have anything personal against Kevin Durant, but he ruined the NBA for three years. Like, I mean, the watchability of it, you knew what the finals were going to be. Um, yeah. No so one's ever rooted for I, the yeah, Raptors that hard until they were going against <laughs> Kevin Durant and the Warriors. Like it was crazy. People didn't even know the Raptors existed, started pulling for him. Exactly. <laughs> I, so um, I, I agree with you. I, I, uh, I can't remember if he, I had him second or third on my list. I have to double check, but hundred percent agree with the pick there. To me, the biggest difference, and I think people realize this, between what LeBron did and what Kevin Durant did, and even, like, if you want to go back a little bit further and do, like, Paul Pierce, which Paul Pierce was on the Celtics, but, like, the Kevin Garnett, uh, Ray Allen team up in Boston. He was almost on the list. The Celtics were, I can't remember if they were in the bottom, but I know they were the bottom third of the NBA. They were awful, and then that big three came together. So they were awful the year before. Same with the Heat. They were not a good team. Then LeBron and Bosh joined. The Warriors were a championship team that had just won 73 games, and he joins them. So he has to be the most – I get it. It's a great pick, Kevin Durant here. So I'm actually going to go with his teammate, Draymond Green, for my second pick. Um, he was on they're my hated, list. Yeah, they're hated for two different reasons. Obviously, Draymond Green was to say – honestly, everything goes in Draymond Green's favor to be like a light player. He was a second-round pick. That ended up being much better than people thought. He was a good hustle guy. I mm-hmm. love to see the hustle guys. But what Draymond Green has done with how many dirty plays, he's gotten into fights with teammates. He got in a fight with Kevin Durant. Uh, Jordan Poole punched him in the face. Like 
I think there may not be a more hated. And then now all of a sudden, I think a lot of people have hated uh, Draymond Green because he now like he was like this adversary of LeBron James. Then he went to start hyping him up, and I think people would just. <laughs> no matter what angle you look at Draymond Green, I think you can find something to hate, like whether it be his dirty play, the things he says, the thing he does. Like, so I'm gonna pick Draymond Green here with did my number two pick. His, did you note his kick to the crotch? Oh, I don't even know if there. I said that. When I said dirty plays, but yeah, uh, the, yeah, that the was fact that you can one. point at multiple different things that he injured a player by hitting them in the crotch, it wasn't just one time. Like, one time is bad because it was very much intentional what he did to Steven Adams. But then he follows it up and hits LeBron James in the crotch. And honestly, probably cost the Warriors that championship that year when he got suspended for hitting LeBron. So, I mean, I even think... uh, Seth's told me he's a Warriors fan and, like, he likes Draymond. But, like, at the same time, it's probably his least liked player on the Warriors because of, like, all the controversial stuff. So, like, even... Not all Warriors fans are sold on him, so... I'm going to put Draymond yeah, right here. He's the heart of the team. Though. Yeah, it's he crazy. is. Though. He is. Um, so this next pick, number three, it brings me no joy. Um, and I really don't want to pick it. It's not an exciting pick. It's like, oh, he picked that guy. But I'm taking LeBron James at three. Bro, because, you got like, right now, roster LeBron, right <laughs> LeBron is the golden child of the NBA or at the moment. Yeah, he's going into his – older years were like, man, LeBron's not going to be around much longer. But just talk to someone in Ohio prior to 2016, and they're going to say, nah, forget LeBron. Uh, But um, really the whole NBA, they were furious when the big three came together. And people were burning his jersey. And that on top of how good he is, like they were like – they. They just created LeBron was the biggest villain of the NBA for a big stretch because yeah, of that one sure. decision, and because of how much he hyped up his decision. I think Kevin Durant kind of saved LeBron <laughs> in terms of oh yeah, yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> they kind of memory said, I'll take you know, kind of memory washed us. <laughs> mm-hmm. Exactly. So it's not a flashy pick. It's nothing special. But when you're in the goat conversation, you're going to be one of the most hated. For that reason, Michael Jordan will not be on my list, but it could have just as easily been here or there. But less people hate Michael Jordan, I think, because of his loyalty. I think right. that does bring a win in, um, which same yeah. could be said to Kobe. But I think LeBron made a lot of people mad because of how much he changed the game, too. Um, so he made organizations mad and individuals mad. So, No, I like I liked the pick. I'm just glad that this is a most hated draft and that our teams are not going to be going head-to-head because I have Draymond Green as my <laughs> best player on my team right now, and you drafted LeBron, Kevin Durant, and Kobe. So, um, I, so it, I've doesn't, gone, it get, doesn't stay this way. Yeah, I'm just glad that this is a most hated draft. So I went with the older player with Bill Lambeer. I took a current player with Draymond Green. I'm going to go back one to Meta World Peace, back to a former player. Ooh. I just – there's – Okay, so Metal World Peace was a player that was like, do I want to add him? Because like, there's some funny moments with him, and like, maybe that might get. But like, no player has served a longer suspension in the NBA or got a single like, you know, a suspension handed at one time than Metal World Peace has, and that was for the Malice at the Palace, which you know will probably go down as one of the worst like PR things that's happened to the NBA. You had players literally to be like fair. fighting, yeah. 
to be fair, OJ Mayo never came back from his suspension, so he could have rivaled him. <laughs> that is fair. That is fair. I think what okay, so but um no. Yeah, no no, that's fair. I think was it what was his suspension though? Was it indefinite or was it it was it a was certain one or amount? Two years um for drug use. I think it was two years. Honestly. Or were this? I don't. But yeah. He he was never reinstated. So right. Yeah. Oh, he well, could have been reinstated. But from he never what chose I saw on my back, list, so. I didn't actually go back and look at every single NBA suspension. It just no. You're it you're said, right. Yeah. I mean, Ron Artest. Ron Artest came back, so I think that does make it the longest suspension. Yeah, Ron Artest, Metal World Peace. You know, maybe you even hate him because of the fact that he went by multiple different names. I don't know, but. I know for a fact he was a pretty dirty player. Now, he had some good years, too. I think maybe that might have hurt him, too. But you got the him elbowing James Harden in the face, the malice at the palace. There's there's multiple. I'm going to leave it there because there's a couple other things I don't want to quite say on the podcast. But if you want to look into Metaropies, there's a lot of controversy. There's a lot of things that he did that was not necessarily great for the NBA. So I'm going to take him right here at number three. No, that's a that's an excellent pick. He's on my honorable mentions. Could mm-hmm. any everyone on my honorable mentions could have just as easily been on my list. Um, that's so, fair. But I, I have uh, the thing about the malice at the palace is, man, he messed up big time. Mm. I feel bad for him because nah. he was trying to stay out of it. He tried so hard. He was laying on this announcer's table, just trying to, <laughs> and then a guy just goes and pours a beer on him, and that set him. It was, yeah, know, it was but... raps. Yeah, no, I get what you're saying. I, I do feel a little bad about how all that went down, but just, yeah, I mean, that's. He, he still got to know how to control his emotions. Yeah, for sure. And especially yeah. when if that's an average Joe and like you're ripped, like you can absolutely destroy like him. And he six did. Foot whatever. Yeah. And like <laughs> worked out. Yeah, so that was not good for him or the NBA. So that's my number that three. That fan pick. was the dumbest person on the planet. I think he's got I would have done there. that personally, but you know. Not not to him. <laughs> um so number four was gonna be Dream on Green. You maybe uh, changed my pick. I'm gonna pick someone who filled a similar role on another great championship team. I'm putting Dennis Rodman. Uh, um people either didn't like Dennis Dennis Rodman was a bully on the court, mm-hmm. um, both verbally and physically. Uh, you could not grab a rebound over him, which probably made taller people mad. Uh, but <laughs> on top of that, he was also controversial off the court because of the stylistic choices. So mm-hmm. he was very, um, very progressive in how he chose to carry himself. So that made a lot of fans mad um, on top of that, especially for the time period he was in. So I think he brings an overall like dislike um, and being part of one of the greatest dynasties of all time definitely doesn't add in your favor of being one of the most yeah. likable players when people can't beat you. Yeah, and Kim, I mean, he's friends with Kim Jong-un, so, like, that lets you know. Yeah, yeah. I no, mean, that one of the last either. few world dictators, and he'll go and visit him and visit North Korea. That kind of lets you know all you need to know about him. So, yeah, I, I can't say I disagree with the pick. <laughs> um, so, honestly, my last pick, I would have really liked to take LeBron. Obviously, I can't. So, I'm going to go with a little bit more of a recent player. Uh, it's kind of funny because a lot of times greatness is hated. So I'm going to go with the NBA player. I'm not going to say hasn't done anything in the NBA because he's had a decent career. And honestly, making the NBA for being the NBA is an achievement. Being the NBA for five years is yeah. a great achievement, even if you're a bench player. So I'm going to take Grayson Allen here. 
This one is harder oh. to it's harder to take because of the fact that I think many people might even not know who Grayson Allen is, but it just seems like every time Grayson Allen gets in the good graces of people, he's tripping them. He's I mean, what he did to Alex Caruso was all over the internet for when the Alex Caruso was going up for that dunk. You can't donkey. do that. To... No, nah, you can't take someone you can't out. Do that to flight. Alex Caruso. Yeah, but Alex Caruso him, is the people people's champion. Alex. Yeah, so I just <laughs> yeah, think Grayson like... Allen has too many incidences of tripping, intentionally hurting, kind of being like the. I mean, I don't want to, but he kind of it comes across of like a spoiled brat type of thing where he complains. So mm-hmm. I think. Coming out of Duke, especially. Yeah, and then you can go back to Duke. I mean, like, he's had multiple events in the NBA where him, (laughs) was it him and Trey Young? I'm trying to think. Who in the summer league, he, like, pretty much got into a fight. I think it was him and Trey Young got into a fight. And then you can go back to college and look at the tripping and the different things like that. And I'm pretty sure he injured a player pretty badly in college. So there's all kinds of events you can look at with Grayson Allen. So I'm going to take Grayson Allen here. And Duke is hated, so that might even carry a little extra hate. So. Hmm. Grayson Allen at four yeah, for me. Is Grayson Allen the counterpart to Alex Caruso? He may be. I've never made this connection for Honestly, like, look like at that. He's the villain, too. I was going to say, look at the hair, complete opposites. The. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Grayson Allen's more offensive. It's Alex Caruso's more defensive. Yeah. Everyone loves Alex Caruso, hates Grayson Allen. Could be. All right, so That's number five to you. Never thought about it before. Further research on that will be conducted later. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> number five is my favorite pick on my list, I think, um, just because it's a um, he was going to be on my list regardless of everything. Number five is Kevin Garnett. Ah, um, okay. He absolutely just he was hated beyond measure, and it's different. It's different to be hated by like other teams you play against but kevin garnett was also hated by a lot of his teammates Mm. which that's like a different level not many players cross that barrier if you were caught on your phone in the locker room he would put your phone in the toilet like who does that like that's (laughs) problematic and like kevin garnett man he had his moments i love him as an athletic uh, athletically as a player and what he accomplished on the court but if i had to share a locker room with kevin garnett I don't know that I'd ever talk to him again. Nah, that's that's fair. So I have to say, I had a trio of players that are very hated, but I didn't want to include mm-hmm. them because I like the players. So it was Kobe Bryant, uh, Kevin Garnett, and Larry Bird. Overall, those players have a lot of people who don't like them yeah. or are haters toward them, but I like them. So I just like, I can't include them. So I I get it though. Kevin Garnett definitely has many 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 a haters. So, I well, I'm going to be a um, impartial. (laughs) Yeah, no, that's fair. Honestly, good on you for being able to do that. So with my last pick, honestly, I feel like Grayson Allen might have been a little bit of a weaker pick, and I feel like this might be a little bit of a weaker pick because he doesn't have the history of being hated. However. I think this year alone has really increased his stock. And I'm going to go with Dylan Brooks. Um, first of oh, all, he's just the guy yeah. that ev- everyone loves to hate Dylan Brooks, I would say. It's like a universal thing. Even if you got nothing against Dylan Brooks, you know, you might want to just fit in by adding some hate onto the hate pile for him. So I think Dylan Brooks has 
got said some stupid stuff. Thinks he's better than he is, uh, and he's got a little bit of the Grayson Allen problem where he seems a little bit spoiled, like a spoiled brat to me. Where, like you know, mm-hmm. a lot of players will say something, and if they back it up, they'll be like, you know, hey, you can't say anything to him. He backed up what he said, or if they can't back it up, we'll take responsibility. No, when. Dylan Brooks says, I don't respect LeBron. I don't respect him until he drops 40 on me. Drop LeBron drops 40 on him and then refuses to talk to anyone after that. He gets fined by the NBA for not having a press conference. He skipped the press conference. Petty. You seem kind of weak. Childishness. Uh, yeah. You know, he's got all this. There's literally yeah. a song about Dylan Brooke, about why are they paying him so much. Uh, Houston fans are probably mad now because <laughs> they got him for four more years, $80 million. Uh, Memphis literally made mm-hmm. him his scapegoat. He said stupid stuff. He's injured players. He's gotten suspended. He has a couple moments where he hit a dude in the crotch. I think he's done it two or three times. I think it's enough. It all adds up to be enough as uh, number five on my list. That's a great pick. Um, I think with Dylan, honestly, <laughs> what made me not like Dylan Brooks is going to sound so stupid, but it's like, his appearance changes just irked me so much. I know that sounds dumb, but it's like, he's like, I want to start dressing like the villain and trying to look all cool when I'm not, the you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know if that yeah, makes sense. He just tried to create himself into a persona that he had no implication of being before this right, year. Or had no business. So, I, yeah. I, so much like, it felt like just all felt like a publicity stunt. And I don't know if this was Dylan Brooks' PR team, but they did a good job because they got him paid. So, I mean, yeah, I guess for real. success. And <laughs> talked about a lot, just not in the most positive of lighting. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, now that we finished up our draft, I, I do, um, I told you about it. I have some list from, I think it's actionnetwork.com. They did, um, they showed the players, um, the top 10 players, with the highest percentage of negative tweets. And uh-huh. I have a few other things to show you, but we can go over that first. Who do you think is number one for last year, highest percentage of negative tweets? Would it be Dylan Brooks? Um, Dylan Brooks and Kevin Durant are not on this particular list. Wow. How far These does players it players had a percentage of 10. 10. These, wow. This list of player contains the players with the highest percentage of tweets, which are deemed as negative percentage, not number. Huh? I don't know. Would you, would Jordan Poole be up there? I know a lot of people hated on him for that shot that he took to kind of knock the Warriors out. He's not on the list either. I mean, you I want to know think who he it would? is. Yeah. Please tell me. I'm not going to give you like the point zero three. I'm just going to give you the round number. Uh, Marcus smart. 41% was one. All right, Marcus smart number is an two. honorable mention. And so was Patrick Beverly. Yeah. Are they, is he up oh, there yeah. too or no? He was, no, he's neither uh, one of them. Oh, Marcus Smart is, of course, but Pat Bev is. Right. Like, number two is Draymond, 38%. Uh-huh. Number three might shock you. Yeah. Number three no is Bam Adebayo with 37%. I guess maybe because he didn't score uh, very much in the playoffs. I don't know. Maybe because he made the final. Yeah. He more, yeah. Four, Trey Young, 37%. Number five, Jimmy Buckets, thirty six percent. Interesting. Yeah, Trey Young. Number is six, honorable Warren, mention. But I didn't think of the other two. The villain of New York. Yeah. Um, uh, number six, Ben Simmons, thirty six percent. I don't know how I didn't um, think of him. Fair. 
Number seven, another shocker. Uh, I think it's because of his underperforming. Number seven, Chris Paul, 36%. Uh, yeah, um, Chris Paul is a very hated player. You might have contributed to this one. Number eight, Jalen Brown, Brown, 35%. All of those were my tweets. (laughs) (laughs) Number nine is Rudy Gobert, 34% warranted um, underperforming season. Number 10, Jason Tatum, 34%. They Hmm. just don't like the Celtics. I mean, that's what that shows. But the number of people with the highest total negative tweets is a completely different list for the most part. There's a few crossover. Hmm. Um, I won't give the numbers. I'm just going to list them out for you. Uh-huh. Number one, this person also had the highest total of positive tweets. It's LeBron James. Ah, um, uh, no yeah. Uh, if you talked about like, it enough, yeah. Two, John Morant. Three, Ben Simmons. Four, Trey Young. Five, surprised he fell this low, Kevin Durant. Ooh. Um, six, Kyrie Irving, seven, uh, James Harden, Kyrie. eight, Stephen Curry, um, nine, Chris Paul, ten, Jimmy Butler. But those cool. are all big name stars. That's by the numbers. Um, so total right. numbers. So and they'll um, have so the they most could have just as many, it. yeah, or positive. So, mm-hmm. but here's the um. Players with the lowest negative sentiment. The following table shows the player with the lowest percentage of ne- negative tweets directed at them. Considering the high amounts of tweets targeting Steph Curry, it might come as a surprise that he's on this list, but the sheer percentage of the negative tweets is low. Hmm. So number no, that one, makes sense. Number one, the least lowest negative sentiment, Donovan Mitchell. He had 24%. Hmm. Two, CJ McCollum. Uh, uh, he had 28.6%. Number three, Giannis Antetokounmpo, 26%. Four, I wouldn't expect this person to be this high, um, is Kawhi Leonard at 26%. <laughs> People apparently don't dislike Kawhi, even though I, he doesn't play. Yeah, um, that's one of the biggest Kawhi Leonard haters, so he must not have tweeted very much. <laughs> <laughs> Number five is Nikola Jokic, so it's 27%. Mm-hmm. Um. Six is Darius Garland with 27%. Oh, yeah, they like their European star. Well, not um, not Joel Embiid, but right. um, Well, I guess he was, he's not, he's he, I guess he's African. I guess if you're not from Europe, then it doesn't count. Um, international players is what I was thinking of. Uh, Um, so Darius Garland 27%, seven, Stephen Curry 27%, eight, DeMontis Sabonis. 28%. 28%. Another European nine. star. This is surprising. Nine is a shocker. While I'm considering the situation. Um, Zion Williamson, 28%. That is. I'm surprised so that people I, are not hating on him. Last one, number 10, Bradley Beal, 28%. Huh. Interesting. Maybe the Suns added Bradley Beal. <laughs> yeah, maybe they added Bradley Beal to be a more light team. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, we need some PR moves. Yeah. Um, that list being read out might have been kind of boring, but I thought it was fascinating. No, nah, it's interesting. Who in there was a lot some... of players that I figured would be there, but there were some surprises that I did not see. Yeah, so. there were some. I was like, how are they on this list? Yeah. Uh, do you have anything else to add of substance to this episode? Other than Josh Giddy being better than Jalen Brown, that's about all I got, to be honest. <sighs> I love it. That's what we should end out on. Um, so Josh Giddy, 
if you're out there, we love you. Your 2K appearance in 23 was beloved. Um, yeah. And we we wish you a great, prosperous off season. Yes, Could sir. Be better than Jalen Brown next year. Yep. All right. We'll catch you next time on Let the Play Develop. <laughs>